listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the unique bilingual nature of our city's culture, sharing the voices and thoughts of young people growing up and living in the city we call home. Hi everyone, I'm Sky from Kelly, and today we are continuing on with season two with um, our next guest, Nikki. Hi, Nikki. Hi. Welcome Hi. to this Hong Kong Live. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's so good to see you. Well, not really see you, but hear from you. <laughs> yeah. Nikki, so tell us where are you physically based right now? For now, I'm in Hong Kong. Okay, great. Um, um, but normally, if it wasn't for what's happening globally around the world, where would you be? I would be going to boarding school in England. Oh, okay. Um, how long have you been in boarding school? Since September, so starting from year nine. Oh, I see. So, so um, before boarding school, um, where were you? Were you here in Hong Kong, and what were you up to? Yes, I was here in Hong Kong. I went to an international school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have been in Hong Kong for the past 10 years. So. Cool. And you've been in one school or you've been in several schools. Uh, what's your education journey been like so far? So I've been in two schools. Um, I switched schools after year five. So I went from a more local international school, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. to a British international school, which really helped since I was moving to a boarding school in the UK. So as soon as I got to the UK, I was, I got used to the education system. I see. Okay. So the plan was for you to just ultimately kind of go into a British education system. Yes, exactly. Ah, I see. So you're only 14, right? I'm getting my math here straight. You're, but you've already been in, I'm assuming, four schools in this yes. short period of time. What's that yeah. journey like been for you? I've always been a quick learner, I guess. I adapt to where I live really easily since I'm so used to moving. Um, I moved to Hong Kong when I was five. I don't really remember um the time that I was in year one and old but I do remember it being quite difficult because obviously most people spoke Cantonese while I was used to speaking English Mm -hmm. and moving from a more local international school to a more British international school was also quite difficult just because my previous school was more American I see. Um, I'm hearing a bit of the American twang in your voice as well, more than the Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So what, that transition was a bit tougher because of the culture, or what was it? Yeah, the culture. Um, even though both schools were in Hong Kong, mm. I guess the learning style was just more different. Um, the British education system is definitely more formal and fast-paced, mm. so that was a bit of a change for me. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. What do you think you prefer more? Like, is it more like a relaxed sort of environment, a more structured, um, or like what you are doing now, which is like no family around and it's just you and a bunch of your peers? Definitely now with the British education system, I guess. A, because I'm more used to it, and B, just because I like the fast-paced environment. Mm. Again, I'm a really quick learner, and we learn quite fast. We learn a 
different variety of things. Um, in my previous school, we didn't have like religious studies or we didn't get to study French, German, Russian, all these different languages. Right. Now I'm studying Latin, which is something I would never have been able to do in my right. old school. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Latin. What's that like? <laughs> it sounds really hard, but it's actually quite similar to learning any other language. It's actually easier just because it's the stem of English. Yeah, it's really interesting as well right. because it's not just about the language, but about the history and the myth. Right. What's the most interesting thing you <clears throat> feel like you've learned from, from all these different languages? You learn about different cultures and just people from around the world. For example, you learn about the history of how Rome came to be. I study French um, mm -hmm. as well. And yeah. many of my friends are from France or French-speaking countries like Belgium. And it's just nice to um, learn about their culture and their language because, you know, one day I might travel to that country and it'd be really cool to be able to speak the language. Absolutely. So um, just randomly, you know, once you learn Latin, where do you think you're going to be able to use Latin? Uh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> perhaps if I went to Greece or Rome. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah, I guess like maybe like a lot of the inscriptions in different buildings, uh, especially the more historical ones, are all inscribed in Latin. And yeah. most people are, I mean, I don't know how to read Latin. Sometimes I look at it and I'm like, hmm, should we Google that? Because, <laughs> um, I mean, it's not, an, it's not a common language that uh, a lot of people are able to learn nowadays. That's very cool. Speaking of languages, how's your Cantonese or Mandarin? My Cantonese is not so great. Um, <laughs> at home, we mainly speak English and a bit of Mandarin. Okay. Um, just because my dad's side is mm. from mainland China. My dad lives in Guangzhou. Okay. I started learning Cantonese when I moved to Hong Kong and mm. I learned it myself, I guess, just from like my surroundings, for example, talking to taxi drivers mm. or just going to a local restaurant. But yeah, my Cantonese is not so great, but my Mandarin, on the other hand, is quite fluent. Mm, cool. So, I mean, when, when you think of, I mean, you've been in different places and you spent a larger majority in Hong Kong. How does Hong Kong fit for you, you know, in terms of your identity and, you know, having gone to so many different schools and, you know, being from different cities? So so Hong Kong, I will always call home. I feel like I fit in here the best. I am so used to living here. Mm. So every time I come back, there is a sense of home, even though I'm born in Vancouver in Canada, even though most of my family is in China. Mm. Um, I have the least family here in Hong Kong, but I feel yeah. like this is where I belong. Like when I come back, this is what feels like home to me. Mm. You know, I think it's quite interesting every time, you know, we talk to somebody like yourself, you know, who's, you know, grown up or traveled to so many different places, you know, a lot of people actually do find Hong Kong kind of like their home or like their anchor. I guess one of the questions is I think a lot of young people in your generation is going to be kind of having so many different places geographically as being a part of their identity. How do you think all of these can sort of, you know, be a part of your future? I definitely think that moving to so many places and getting used to living in so many places will help in the future just because I know that I will be traveling around working in different places and I think that it really helped because it is difficult but once you start getting used to it at a young age 
age, it won't become a problem when you're older. It also makes you become more of an independent person. I feel like going to boarding school in the UK has also really helped with becoming more responsible for myself and also just overall becoming more mature. Mm. What is something that you've um, kind of done to self-regulate as you transition to so many different places? I guess just everything is a learning process. Um, I guess just taking time for yourself. There are going to be times where I struggle, I get homesick, Mm. I feel like I don't belong, but I do think that with time, things do get better. You will settle down. You will make friends. You will find the people you're comfortable with. When I first went to England, it was definitely hard, even though I was used to like the school. My school has people from all over the world. So Mm. my best friend, she lives in Kenya, but she's half Austrian, half American. My other best friend, she lives in Ibiza, which I never really heard of before (laughs) I went to... Where where is I? Yeah, where is Ibiza? Is that Spain? Yeah, it's this tiny island in Spain. Uh, Wow, it sounds like a very, very international group that you're living with and spending lots of time with. And I guess guess all of you are sort of in that same state where you're transitioning from lots of different places and getting used to. Yeah, exactly. And you also realize that there are people who are feeling the exact same way as you. Yeah. Um, so my friends and I, we were always there for each other when we felt a little bit homesick. Yeah. Oh, that's really great. Well, I'm really glad to hear that you found a really good group of friends um, already so soon. Uh, it's not even been a year because you just moved there in September, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's great to hear that. Um, I think having a good community is always such an um, encouraging thing, particularly when you're moving to a new country and a new situation. Yeah, that's cool. So um, let's come to our theme of this this season. Just with summer, what's what's something that you normally do during your summers? Normally, for example, the past few years, I've gone on vacation with my family. Okay. But obviously, with the pandemic, this isn't possible. So I've just been taking time for myself, spending loads of time with my family because this is the rare occasion where my sister is home because usually she would be working in San Francisco. Right, Um, right. So during the summer, everybody's kind of come back to Hong Kong because of the pandemic? Yes, except for my dad who is still working in Oh, wow. So some of your favorite moments remember uh, from summer? This summer, um, just chilling at home with my family. Honestly, that is unusual for me just because Mm. it's always just been my mom and I since the beginning. Um, But yeah, just going to the beach with my family and FaceTiming friends, watching Netflix, Mm -hmm. cooking at home, celebrating at home. We've spent celebrating at home yeah graduations yeah (laughs) how did you celebrate graduation at home yeah so my sister graduated from university this year so she didn't get to actually have the graduation ceremony it was um through live stream so we wanted to this is a special um milestone i guess so we bought a cake we bought balloons they had some champagne, yeah. <laughs> so I guess she didn't actually walk, did she? But she watched it virtually, or you watched yeah. her virtually? No, um, she was at home. So we watched, like, her professors and, like, all those people speak. Oh, I Zoom. see. Yeah. Oh, wow. So did everybody, you know, graduating actually put on a cap and gown anyway? No, most people 
didn't just because she didn't receive any. So, which is why we wanted to make it so special for her because Mm. she will never be able to get that experience of like wearing the gown, getting the certificate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm really glad to hear that you guys got to celebrate anyway, because that's always something that, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, it's the, like you said, it's the milestone, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If you could imagine a perfect summer, um, where there is no pandemic, what would that look like for you? Definitely traveling with my family. Okay. Um, I love Europe, so it would be my dream to go travel there. I've done it once, but it was ages oh, cool. ago. So. Was it yeah, during just, the summertime? or? Just... Yes, it oh, was. Cool. We went to France and Italy. Oh, very nice. And what's it about Europe that um, really draws you? I think the culture, because every country is just so unique. France, Italy... Greece, all these different countries, they all have their own style of living. And even just within a country, you go to southern France and you go to cities in the middle like Rome, they have such different vibes, I guess, because one's on the coast and one's in the city center with history, loads of history to it. So Right, right. It sounds like, you know, what you do in the summers around traveling is something that inspired you to do something in the future that's related to this. I think in the future, I definitely want to travel more. Mm -hmm. But regards to what I want to do in the future, like my job, um, (laughs) I am not sure yet. But definitely when I'm in college, I want to be exploring around. And hopefully I study in the Europe I'm aiming to study in London. Right, right. And you're, I mean, you're already there now, so it yeah. probably will help you to transition as well. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing about this with me um, and, and sharing your some experiences and something that you uh, really enjoyed. Um, we're probably going to end off uh, today on this note. Um, but before we go, um, just wanted to see if you had any words of encouragement for other young people who are like yourself, whether they're in boarding school or or going through lots of transitions uh, like you have before. Um, do you have any words that you can share with um, others who are listening in on the show today? Yeah, of course. So what I have taken away from moving so many times is that just believe that it will settle down for you. Um, you will find the right people. You will get used to the environment. It may seem kind of tricky and Um, when you first get used to the place um, where you're settling down. But it just takes time, honestly. I was so scared when I first went to England, but soon I got used to the environment. And you'll soon find that you may call eventually the place that you're settling down home. For example, when I moved to Hong Kong, I was like, no, I want to go back to Vancouver. Like, (laughs) I was so used to, you know, the environment in Vancouver. But now, like, I don't know where else I would call home. Honestly, Hong Kong is home for me. Mm. And also just never stress. There are always people around you to help, whether that being trusted adults or your friends or just calling your parents back at home or just any family member. There are always people there for you. Mm. Um, So yeah. Well, that's really great. I mean, I think even though not everyone listening in might be traveling to different countries, um, but even within in Hong Kong itself, you know, we could be moving to a different district or we could be moving from one school to another school. Um, And, you know, even that change um, already, you know, is something that whatever you're saying right now, like actually can really make a good impact as well. And just something to think about. Yeah. One more point is just trying new things. I think 
that definitely helped in not only gaining self-confidence, but you might end up, that skill might end up helping you in the long term. So that's definitely another tip I have. Yeah. Is there, is there something that you've tried um, that you found like, wow, that really helped me? Yeah. So this is more academic related, I guess. But so since the start of quarantine, I have, um, I signed up for this debate course and now I love debating and it's definitely helped with my self-confidence. I love public speaking Mm. and it also helps with what you may want to do in the future. So, yeah. Well, that's great. It's great that you you tried something new and now it's not only just something, a new skill, but it's actually something that's really helping you as well and helping you for the future. Yeah, that's really cool. Well, thank you so much, Nikki, for sharing. And thank you for talking to me today. Um, We'd love love having you um, on the show and just um, hearing about your different experiences. So hope to see you next time. For those of you listening, uh, thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you for our next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening. This Hong Kong Life is an initiative of Kelly Support Group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. If you liked this show, please subscribe and get two new episodes every week. We would love to hear from you, so nominate yourself or a friend to share next. Leave us a message or drop us a note at hklife at kely.org. That's hongkonglife at kelly.org. See you next time.